Welcome back to another episode of the Perfit Fam Podcast. We are here with John O'Cow and Johnny, and they are your WA team for the Australian CrossFit Championships. Even on stage, like my knees frame you up. There are things you can still stay controlled. Fitness. Before we kick off today's podcast, a word from our sponsors and partners. First of all, True Protein is unafraid to cut through the noise of an oversaturated market and break the mold to deliver authentic, all-natural products with genuine health benefits and none of the fake stuff. True have bucked the trend for expensive, overhyped, bad-tasting protein powders packed with false promises to reinvent the marketplace and deliver a 100% natural, delicious, quality protein with no gimmicks, nothing artificial, and a completely transparent ingredient list. You can pick up True Protein online at trueprotein.com.au. And if you use the code PERTHFITFAM10, you'll get an exclusive PERTHFITFAM discount. You can also pick up True Protein locally from over 200 retailers right here in Perth. So if you want to find the one closest for you, feel free, reach out. We'll let you know where to go. That's trueprotein.com.au. And of course, a lot of you guys have been following our social media and know and have heard about FitFam Finder, a dating app for fitness singles that was created out of demand from you guys, the Perth fitness community who was frustrated with current online dating options. FitFam Finder's mission is to create a safe environment for fitness singles to date and establish healthy relationships centered around fitness, friendship, and fun. I can proudly announce that FitFam Finder is now available to download straight from the Apple Store. So jump onto the App Store, search for FitFam Finder, that's F-I-N-D-R, and you'll be able to grab it on the Apple Store, or you can go to Instagram at FitFam Finder. That's no E, F-I-N-D-R. And finally, the Perfect Fam podcast wouldn't be complete without mentioning perfectfam.com.au. So if you follow us, watch our stuff, listen to the podcast, but you don't already know, you can find out what's out there, what's to see, what's to do, and what's happening within the Perth fitness scene at perfectfam.com.au. Head there to download our podcast, read our articles, and search for businesses and events across the local fitness scene. And if you are a fitness business, you can list on Perfect Fam for free. We also offer marketing courses to help you guys crush it in social media. So if you're a fitness enthusiast wanting to see what's up or a fitness business owner looking to be seen, then head to perfitfam.com.au. Do you know, I always thought that you actually pre-recorded that and just played the same audio the whole time. Oh, we actually legit on now. Okay. Yeah, we're legit on now. You, you thought I replayed that? Um, I used to. Yeah, I legitimately thought that was like a pre-recorded thing. Yeah, so I used to do that. I would um, uh, pre-record it and I'd slot it in when I edit. Um, but now I just do it off the cuff every time. It's fun. It's easier for me to edit that way. All right, before we go any further, I better introduce you guys and I better explain a few things to anyone watching the video before we go. So we've got John Dunlop, Cal Foster, Johnny Champion, all good friends and all qualified for the first time. Not all for the first time individually. Yeah, but our three of you. Yeah. yeah. So um, Cal and Johnny's first time for a CrossFit Sanctionals event that will be going over to in three weeks. Yeah, yeah. less than. Less than two and a half. Is this going to work better if I hold this up or just just pass it? (laughs) Yeah, you just got to pass it around. So this is what I've got to explain for those who are listening to the audio. um, It's not really going to matter. But for those who are watching the video, um, so our little puppy, uh, little Rich Fronin, um, the baby Frenchie, he ate through the cords of one of our headsets. 
So Cal is sitting next to Johnny holding up one of our lavalier mics, the mics that go on your collar, and um, hopefully that sound works. We'll swap like halfway through. And just yeah. keep my forearm free. Just yeah. so your forearm doesn't go. <laughs> Training is grip strength. All right, let's delve into this. So we have three athletes. It's the first time that we've had a panel of three people. All of you guys have qualified for the Australian CrossFit Championships. So Cal and Johnny, this is your first time. Johnny, this is your first... Fourth. First. First, I better say fourth. This is your fourth um, CrossFit sanctional, so I'll start off with you. Um, I saw you compete in, it was your first sanctional 12, uh, 12, just over 12 months ago, which was this competition that you're going back to, the Australian CrossFit Championships. What was your experience like uh, in your first, I guess your first time out there on the floor? Man, I don't, I don't even know, I can't put it into words. It was really, really cool. Like the stadium's really cool like you run and if you run too hard through the finish line then it's like you actually run into the people at the stand so that was kind of sweet like hitting not hitting them but like running into the families and the everyone cheering you on and all that which was really good but it was just a cool learning experience man it was yep. sick and then um so you did torian prior to that which was a big comp um you did the australian crossfit championships and then not long after you went to the down under where you placed it was eighth right Yep, yep. Yep, so you went from um, 13th to 8th. So what was the jump for you in experience from the Australian CrossFit champs to then going to um, Down Under to have such a different... Or you performed great in both, but there was a significant, I feel, better performance within um, Down Under. Yeah. Um, I think it comes down to two factors, learning limiting... Well, two limiting types of limiting factors in the sport of CrossFit and then just the mindset, like... The mindset was the biggest thing, but then realizing how to program for me individually was probably the biggest thing. So when you say the mindset, was that outside of competition? Or, and this is one thing I'm gonna to chat to the boys about, because I, I, I think that you went through it, is when you go out there for the first time, you're, you're speaking, uh, sorry, you're competing against um, a lot of people that are your idols. So is that part of the mindset, or is it how you saw yourself during the competition or leading in? Probably leading in, and then just being ready like ready to leave it all on the floor and like I don't know how these boys are I don't know how everyone is but with like you kind of see like the Matt Fraser who finishes an event and he's like he's tired but he's he's walking and I just had to like let that go and realize that I'm not that fit so I'm gonna have to die and <laughs> mildly cry yeah I cried after games day so I can relate with that oh man that was bad that was bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, have I told you I'm the second fittest intermediate athlete ever? <laughs> <laughs> Who's first? I'm so glad. Nathan Hanna, yeah. right? Yeah. You remember? Yeah. Oh my God, it's Nathan Hanna. <laughs> yeah, but that F45 playoff check? Yeah, he doesn't have one of those. No, yeah. I don't have one of those. Johnny does, though. Yeah. <laughs> <Thanks>. so, <laughs> so moving over to you boys. This is, you both have qualified as a team before, mm -hmm. and being an individual was um, both long-term goal for you guys, narrowly, narrowly missing out in the past mm -hmm. so what did it feel like to get your invitation that you've made it as an individual athlete um oh okay yeah um it was uh yeah it was good it's it's five years or however long i've been doing this for it's it's those sacrifices that you've made over those five years paying off um you always hear that story i think ben bergeron told it of when katrin wins the games and she's like and they ask her if she's happy she's like uh yeah kind of like it's not the happiness that you go and think it's going to be because you've hit this peak that you think 
was the be all end all. It's like, okay, cool, I, I've done what I've set out to do, but you know, have I enjoyed the process along the way? You know, was it all worth it? You know, all that kind of thing. What have I learned out of it? You know, not so much like, cool, I'm gonna get a, a, a big cardboard thing with my name on it. You know, that's, it's, it I'd be hell stoked with that. No, I'm joking, sorry, I should not let you digress. That, that, that stuff's all cool and it's, it's really nice and it's super humbling to be, to be able to, to go there and you will, you will definitely learn a lot out of it, especially for John and I being our first one. But I found that it wasn't the whole like, yeah, I've done it. This is happiness. This is like, this is what I've set out to achieve. I can die happy now. Were you expecting to feel that? Like, were you prepared for that? No, nah, not at all. And this is all part of the learning curve. Like, it's, it's like I've, I've had it written on my wall in my gym for four years, like regionals, regionals. And then when regionals went and sanctionals came it was sanctional sanctional sanctionals and then you finally get there and you're like like i'm super proud of myself don't get me wrong but it's not the it's not the elation and the happiness and the the final destination that you expect it to be have you prepared yourself to have those feelings again once the competition's done yeah for sure i think so i i feel like and john and i were talking about this today i feel like at the end of the day like this is cool what we do but we just exercise for time and you're good at it. Yeah, and we happen to be good at it because we've put the hard work into it. But, you know, Jono and I have got families. Um, John's got another life outside of... Zero hobbies outside of... <laughs> yeah. So for those who couldn't hear, Johnny just clearly stated that he has zero hobbies outside of CrossFit, which he lives a perfect CrossFit athlete life. But yeah, I feel like it's really cool what we do, but it's, it's quite selfish at the end of the day. Yeah, how do you deal with that? Because like you said, John and yourself have um, two young kids um, under two, right? Yeah. Yeah, under two. Yeah, yeah, two young kids under two. Lucky you both have very supportive wives and you both run businesses. So you both run um, gyms of your own. So um, John um, Northbound CrossFit and Cal, um, the Movement Southwest. Mm-hmm. Um, so then how did you go juggling all of that to go into to be able to be where you are uh for me that's the hardest part i mean um i there's no there's no such thing as balance it's just i don't feel like it it exists it's like it's priority so figuring out what what is your priority and then working it between that like first and foremost it's my family and i've got to make sure that that shelby my wife and my daughter molly are happy and but I struggle daily with, with the guilt that I'm, I'm being selfish and I'm not putting enough time and effort into family. I'm not putting enough time and effort into business. And thank fuck, can I swear on this? Thank fuck I've got a supportive wife. <laughs> can I swear on this? I'm just going to do it anyway. <laughs> from Facebook. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got a supportive wife and a supportive community around me with, with the coaches at the gym and, and everyone because I just wouldn't be able to do it, you know? Um, without it but yeah it's definitely something I struggle with and I, I can't speak for Jono but um, it's, it's, it's hard man it's, it's definitely hard and, but um, at the end of the day I feel like you've got to weigh up how much you're putting into your bucket how much you're taking out of your bucket and, and just making sure that everything you know you're not stressing yourself out too much and you know there's more important things in the end of the day than, than what we do um, I'm going to come back to John on that question um, in a sec so Jono um, how do you deal with it with having a family. Yeah, I probably just ditto what Cal says. Like, Hannah's super duper duper supportive. Um, and some, and Hannah's your wife, no, we're not talking about Nathan, Hannah. No, yeah, not Nathan, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hannah, my wife. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Most plugged guy anyway. Um, yeah, she's super supportive and I actually, yeah, I wouldn't do it without her. Like there's no way. Cal wouldn't be able to do it with shelves. Sorry, Cal, but you wouldn't. No, God no. Yeah. Fuck no. Oh, no. <laughs> we got rogue here. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, Johnny, your chance to jump in. Um, so I, I train with. Well, you're my coach, actually. Technically, you're my F forty five playoff team uh, champion, yeah. <laughs> co-champion, um, uh, Australian Spartan grand finalist. Oh yeah. Co- co- yeah. Actually, that could be your memorabilia. I still got that T-shirt, so I'm gonna. I actually um, I brought something fairly sentimental for you. It's the first thing I ever won was my um, oh. uh, novice boxing titles. Oh, um, nice. Dude, that is Thank you so, so much, much better than a hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Dan. Um, um, okay, so we spent a lot of time um, together, and I know how disheartened you were when there was the structure changes with CrossFit. Yeah. Because your your goal in your soul, like I said, you don't have hobbies. Like this is your hobby. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is your life. It's what you do for work. It's your hobby. It's where you spend all your time. And your goal and focus was to go to regionals. Yeah. And then they took regions away, it became sanctionals, and I know you were quite disheartened for a while, um, but you qualified. So first of all, first part of the question is, how did you feel when you got your, your individual invitation? And to follow that up, do you think um, that is the same feeling that you would have got had it been regionals and the old structure? Mm. Um, this is probably going to sound a little bit odd considering how attached I was to it, but it didn't really give me like a hell yeah, I finally made it sort of feeling. Um, mainly because of, like, I was similar to what, like, Cal was saying, where you've got it up. I'd written it down by 24, I wanted to be a regionals athlete, and that was my goal. That was sort of the stepping stone on the pathway to trying to make it to the games of, like, I have to make it by 24. And that was sort of became, like, um, almost like that became my identity day to day, because that's all I did was just train and CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it changed, I was like, oh man, I'm not going to be able to do that now. Like, what am I meant to do with my time? Um, so I sort of already had to come to terms with the fact of being an athlete doesn't mean that that's who I am as a person. So I had to sort of get through that, get used to being who I am normally outside of competing. And then competing became a lot more of a thing that was actually personally just for me and it was fun and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I still want to be the best athlete I can be, but it's not... Like if I never made it, it's not gonna make me depressed now when I finish, if I'm like, oh, I'm not good enough as a person because I didn't qualify. Um, do you think that, before you go on with that, do you think that, that was, that's an important lesson that you went through before actually? 100%, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Because um, I, would, I would get real down after the Opens, every, every, especially the closer I got, the more I would get down afterwards because I'm like, man, I'm still not good enough. And it would like affect how I felt my worth as a human being was, which is really unhealthy to have. Like this, this is meant to be, Ultimately, taking out of the taking out the competitions and stuff like training in general should be something that helps you learn that you can overcome a lot of things in life. It should be something that helps you grow mentally, physically, and emotionally as a person, um, and it should impact your mental health in a positive way, not a negative. So it was really good for me to have to deal with that pretty early on. Really considering, like, as far as my actual career and being an athlete, it's very early on still in my eyes. Um, You're only twenty five. Yeah, yeah, just turned 25 in January. Yeah, yeah I'm 10 years older than you, bro. <laughs> um, so yeah, I feel like like it was actually quite a weight off my back to be like, and even to see that other people didn't really care. Like, 
they didn't all of a sudden stop treating me nicely because I didn't qualify. So I was like, oh, okay, I can still actually just be a good person and help people without having to be an athlete or having to be a regionals athlete or anything like that. Yeah. So Do you think that took pressure off yourself as well? Massively. It made, made it more fun. It made me, uh, got rid of a lot of ego as well, I think. Like, it's a lot easier to work on things that you're shit at when you don't feel any pressure of you have to perform and look good to people. Mm. Um, and it was just something that I think even as a human being, you need to get over in life anyway. Like you should be able to go into things and approach new experiences and not feel like you have to be good already. Yeah, um, Cal, I'm gonna go back to you based on that one. So um, we spoke um, we spoke earlier of Karen Horsfield training about your self-doubt. And that's something that, because you're an exceptionally good athlete and um, you, you, probably that's probably prevented you from qualifying earlier than this. Yeah, for so sure. So what have you done to overcome that? Or what, how, do you, how do you feel things are going to... How do you feel you're going to be going into this first event as an individual? I feel like Johnny nailed it on the head with once you release the expectations that you have, that you think that other people have of you, um, it, it takes that load off, off your shoulders. Like it's... If I didn't qualify for sanctionals... I'm still going to be mates with these two and I'm still going to be mates with you and you know I'm still going to have the same friends my wife's going to love me the same my daughter's still going to think I'm her dad and loves me you know it's it's once you realize that maybe you just need to do this for you and then once you realize that the process now becomes cool I'm just going to do the best that I can and once you hit that process it's like as long as I do that out on the competition floor and I can look at myself in the mirror and be like I did my best regardless of the outcome and it's such a I know it sounds like a cliche and it's actually really hard to get to that point and I'm in by no means there yet but it's definitely something that I'm working on once you get to that point or I hope once you get to that point I feel like you can actually perform better because there's no there's no pressure it's like as long as you do your best you can look at yourself in the mirror and like I did my best then that's it like that's all you need to do so like I said I'm not there yet but it's definitely something and you know we've talked about this a lot that it's the the mental side of things for me mm. is definitely the hardest part and it's it's you've seen me in pretty shit times at a comp and you've seen me the other side of it too and mm. it's it's me trying to figure all that out and I feel like you learn a lot of lessons in life by doing what we do yeah, 100%. And I think that you'll never learn those lessons without stepping into the floor, onto the floor and, um, and being able to experience it yourself. Absolutely. It's like if I think about right now me being out on the floor at ACC or any of these sanctionals, like it makes me nervous. It makes me super, super nervous. But like, you know, Carter, my coach, has a saying like comfort is the enemy of progress. Yeah. It's like get outside your comfort zone because that's when you're going to progress the most. Yeah, 100%. And I think you grow up callous like it's like a muscle. You train, you get stronger. Um, and then it makes going uh, going through those processes much, much easier. And I'll be out the back with you anyway. I know you will. I'm going to be the hype man. But uh, yeah, one other thing too, like it's not, it's not then you become a better athlete because that, <laughs> that doesn't matter. It's be, you become a better person yeah. and then you become a better athlete. Yeah, you, know? you learn the lessons, become a better person, become a better athlete. That's the process, yeah. not the other way around, which is something that I've learned in the, in, in the last few years as well. Yeah, I, I think that's a really, really good piece of advice. Um, so, John, uh, you are going to be the more experienced athlete. Um, you know, these boys are going to be going in there first. How, you were talking about mindset. So, what's your mindset now going in? As far as like, 
you know, you've sort of proven that you deserve to be there, yeah? Like, you know, you've showcased up, you did Torian, you progressed and not just deserve to be there, but, um, you know, you have a really good chance to make an impact. So what have you done from, um, when was your last sanctionals, right? That was yeah. only recently. Was, yes, December. December, yeah. So what have you done from um, Panda to now prepping yourself to make a market um, ACC? Are we talking about like, well, there's heaps of things. Um, I think like the basic stuff that people probably want to know about with training is like I went to Pandaland and fitness was fine, like that was fine, but I just had some holes like strength, especially overhead stability strength. Um, if anyone trains with me, they know I don't really do a lot of strength. I do now, we're good now, um, but I just didn't do strength because I was like, you know what, I'm going to train the way that I enjoy training and I'll fill it in with weaknesses and everything like that, but I'm going to enjoy my training. and. Now I've had to learn to enjoy doing a lot more strength and doing squat cycles and overhead stuff and all that. So that would be the training side is just taking the lessons learned from the workouts and then doing it. But I think like just mentally, I think it was a bit easier for me with all this stuff, like having experience from cycling and being on the stage with that and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't really like come into CrossFit and was just like, bang, like, oh, Johnny Dunlop. But Cal and Johnny Champion, they came on the scene and it was like, Boom. Yeah. Like it was almost like they got thrown in the deep water and mm. they've had to like, hope that's okay for me to say, because they've had to learn to swim. Whereas yeah. I got to like just walk and yeah. eventually start doggy paddling and then start freestyling. So it's probably an, a smoother road for me with the mental side. Um, but I think it's just being prepared. Like if you go to a comp prepared, you can't do anything more than what you've prepared to do. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for then the everyday person, I'll bring it back over this side because Johnny, you made a really valid point as well. Um, you know, talking about the pressure and then um, just being able to take that pressure off yourself to be a better, I guess, a better quality athlete. So more so to, I don't know, let's say, the RX or the intermediate athletes, or actually yeah, the beginners, anyone that's sort of within that competitive CrossFit space or competitive space at all, I find that. They have a lot of stress with this sort of stuff too. Yes. So how can they be better at either being an athlete or, or just enjoying their fitness journey a bit better? Um, I think the first thing is to realise that, I mean, I'm assuming it's probably the same for you guys, 90% of people I know that got into CrossFit didn't get into it and go, I'm going to go try CrossFit because I want to be a games athlete. Like that, that certainly wasn't the case for me. I just enjoyed the idea of being strong and powerful and fit and CrossFit allowed me to sort of I guess, try and attempt all of those things at once mm -hmm. rather than going into one discipline. And it only really became about competing and trying to win things once I started getting into comps. Because I'm, like, I'm a competitive person, as most people who do this are. Yeah, of course. But being able to separate yourself from that and come back to the fact of your actual ground roots of why did I start doing this? And just anytime you get stressed out and get a little bit like overzealous with I have to win, trying to remind yourself of that, of... You're actually here because you enjoy training, you love doing it. This is something I have spoken to um, your favorite Nathan Hanna about a lot. Is, <laughs> is that what <laughs> he, um, like he, he can tend to stress himself out with putting pressure on himself. Mm. Um, you know, I'd even say to him, like, man, you're getting into this comp because you come into training, we do the exact same style of thing every single day. You're so happy to be there and you love being in the gym and training and chatting with everyone. It's no different when you go to a competition. Yeah. It's just doing it, you get the opportunity to meet new people and try a different sort of programming from different gyms and different, you know, whoever's running the comp yeah. and stuff. Um, 
and even find that with beginners we got a like frantics coming up we got a few people in beginners doing that and all of a sudden oh, wow. the, yeah yeah, 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 coming yeah. As well. yeah um and you see people's mentality switch when now they start to look around and go oh but i'm not lifting as heavy as the rx girls or i'm not lifting as quickly as they are, I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. The whole point of you doing this was to get through an experience for you. Can, Can I please have you for a second? Yeah. Are you gonna come on camera right Yeah, yeah. you're about to come on camera, so this might not be good in video, but we'll make, make it work. work. So, so my way, um, are you gonna do it from now? now? Um, so so has, has knowing that you're gonna compete yes. changed your feeling towards how you're training now? I think that I'm probably a little bit more, there you go. Yep. Um, I'm probably just a little bit more serious with training, um, adding a little bit, little bit more running. I just want to be prepared so that I will enjoy the comp and not feel that I'm not fit enough. Um, and then, yeah, just trying to perfect more movements. You know, I ask Johnny a lot of questions about technique and just, um, yeah, just making sure I'm as well prepared as possible. But I'm looking forward to having a, yeah, like I've got like a new goal to start um, training towards and um, yes, yeah, I guess that's the next sort of step. So we do. Cool. But like, it makes, makes you more excited, excited to train. Like, like it gives you a purpose. To oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like it's um like I'm, I never I'm not the sort of person who. You're gonna hold it down with another one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not the sort of person who's gonna go miss out on a training session, but I'm making sure I'm putting like 150 percent in every cool. single time. So. Wow. Yeah, Thank, Thank you, Mrs. McCormack. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, following up from that, your guys, what's your advice, or how can people enjoy it? Enjoy it more, take pressure off. Yeah, I reckon that John nailed it on the head. It's just realise why you started it in the first place. Um, you don't have to exercise for competitive reasons. <laughs> Everyone has a different why, why they do it, whether it's to lose weight, whether it's to you know be able to pick their kids up. We, we have a lot of guys, Dunsborough is the opposite of a competitive area. I mean, we, I was saying this to maybe Jono, or maybe Johnny, I want them to, too many Johns. <laughs> <laughs> My guys down south are just so chilled, like they didn't even know what the Open was. You know, there's oh, not really that, man. We have, we have a hundred and something members and... You know, when the Open finished, there was probably about 10 people who knew that I was doing it and that was about it. And I'd speak to some people and I was like, yeah, I got 19th in Australia. And they're like, oh, 19th, that's all right. Like, just, just, no, understanding. just yeah, no understanding of what it is. And it's, it's taking that, it's taking their why and being like, cool, all I want to do is surf better. All I want to do is be able to walk up the stairs with my tool bed on carrying a plank of wood because they're a chippy or I just want to pick up my kids. And it's like, remember why you started it. And if you do want to happen to do a comp, the reason your why doesn't change, like you can still have a different goal, but the why at the end of the day is still the same, you know, like it's just an, it's just another bit of fun that you can add to it. Yeah. So yeah, I I agree. Just, just remember why you started exercising and training in the first place because it releases all those endorphins in your head and you feel super happy after a workout, like at the bare minimum, that's it. Yeah. yeah, and, and it's, it's fun to do a muscle, muscle up. Yeah, man, sure. Um, so, so one thing that I want to point out, so you, you don't program your open workouts into your, um, into your class schedule, do you? Not at all, no. So, so our gym's not even affiliated. We're, we're not even, uh, we're, we're a strength and conditioning, high-intensity based gym. Yeah. Um, we don't promote the open. Um, yeah, we just, we just have a few people that want to jump in. Because they've they've kind of seen it. It's a similar format to what we do. Okay. Because okay. what's interesting about Legion, Legion is uh, it, it was known as being quite a competitive sort of box. So I'll say that there's a, there's a 
uh, a vast variety of people now. When I first went, it was pretty much RX and nothing. Um, so it was a very, very unique. Um, except one thing which people might be surprised is that there's no emphasis put on the open whatsoever. It's not programmed within our workouts, or if it is, it might be modified. But we don't do like a Friday Night Lights or a Saturday where everyone's there and everyone's done the judging and stuff like that, where the previous one came from. It was a very big emphasis. And for a lot of people, that was a lot of pressure. Um, so, so yeah, from a competitive box that doesn't do that, I thought that was quite interesting. Um, what about you guys at Northbound? Um, we don't, oh, I don't know, at the start, because like, like these boys I identified as, I'm going to be a regionals competitor one day. Yeah. yeah. And now that I like look back at it, I'm like, you're so stupid. But um, <laughs> <laughs> like it was, it was just such a dumb goal. Um, so like I didn't even bring it up with the open. So we weren't even going to do Friday night lights, but we did do it this last open. Yeah. Yep. But we only did it because other members started signing up for the open. Okay. Yeah. That's it. And so it was like, like five demands that people wanted to do it. Yeah, and it wasn't yep. a lot, but it was enough that we were like, oh, you know what, this will be cool. And then we get people to come in, and even if they haven't registered, they still come in. They do the workout, and we have like a barbecue, we have food going, we have like just the music going, and everyone just kind of has more fun. Yeah. Um, and then pretty much by the end of the five weeks, because it's a long five weeks. Yes. Everyone's like, can we just go back to normal programming? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, the uh, like, I, I would. I would love to find someone, oh, there probably is someone, but I'd love to find someone at the level that, uh, that we were at with these boys that says that the Open's fun because it's it's honestly a terrible five weeks. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's so stressful. I've, like, uh, sorry if it's not for you guys, but it's 100% stressful for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, for us, it's, and even people that, that are beginners and then the, and they have like once they go like, to the open like and then they put all these expectations themselves it can be five weeks of hell for them as well and like yeah. Yeah. what's the point man yeah, yeah like, like remember, remember that time, time that um, we did Ray from Ray for Ray that was stressful five weeks <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it was yeah. <laughs> who, won, who won that um, it, it was, was a tie. tie that's right yeah, yeah so, so if, if, if um, it was six workouts so I won three and he won three and that's when I retired from the open yeah that's a fair fair call yeah going out on top yeah okay so what I want to go through is coaching and the progression for you guys because all of you have obviously progressed especially recently to be in this position so Johnny I'll start with you going back on this side so who were the people that helped you most how they helped you most and uh, what's, what's been, been your biggest progression over the last four months? Can I just really quickly pop backwards to one of the other questions and oh. clear up? Because um, it just reminded me when you were talking about like coming to an RX gym. Yeah. We don't have a fitness test for you to get into the gym. No. no. I've heard that so many times from people at comps like, what's the test to get in? <laughs> there isn't one. You just yes. you come and train. Like. Um, it's like people saying that they have to, it's like people going to the swimming lessons and thinking that they have to learn how to swim before they do swimming yeah. lessons. Yes. We get that a lot too. Yeah. 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 Um, so sorry, who's helped me the most and how they progressed yeah. the most? Yeah. Yep. Um, definitely number one shout out has to be to Jim. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think if there's someone, especially through my like training career that has helped me grow as a human being, it's definitely from him. Yeah. Um, He's helped me become way more analytical of stuff, way smarter with the way I approach things. Um, he has a phrasing sometimes that we'll use where he says, just John the workout, because my favorite thing to do would just be to sprint to max capacity, and then if I die, I die. Yeah, yeah. I, tried I tried that, that last night. It's, it's good, it yeah. doesn't really work for a good score, but it's fun. Um, <laughs> he said a frantic day out that the yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a perfect example. It's just, just John the water and enjoy yeah. yourself, and yeah. I'm like, sweet, cool, yeah. I'm free. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I, I spend so much time, probably too much, like blowing his phone up with questions, and then he'll come into the gym, I'll ask him more questions again of like, how to approach things, how do I phrase things better to people, um, and a lot as well, like he's recommended books to me and stuff from like Extreme Ownership with John Bill Willing. You read a lot. Um, I find it really hard to sit down and read. I, I listen to a lot of things like Audible. Um, I love listening to like TED Talks and podcasts and just hearing people's opinions. And, and strange, strange taste, taste music, music as well. How yeah, so? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd say I think I, I get a strange mix. It's either like really aggressive rap songs yeah, or yes. like Sam Cooke and love songs. That is really strange. It's like DMX and then when I'm stretching it'll be like Dean Martin. And yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, there was, there was, there there was, there there was substance behind my input to that. that. Actually, <laughs> the re- my, my reason for that actually is I do find music affects the, what my emotions a lot. Yeah. Um, and I find like if I'm going to train and especially if we're lifting heavy, I, I need my ego to be fed a little bit. Like I need to feel like a, a monster. Be like, yeah, you're unstoppable. You're going to be able to pick up anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it just makes me feel strong. And then obviously that's not very useful when you're trying to stretch your hamstrings and chill out. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a beast. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot of things, man. I, I love picking people's brain and just seeing how they think and how it's not even so much how they think, but how they got there or like why they think that way. Um, I mean, I've done it with you where I've sat down with you and talked about like different things in your past or like how you got to certain um, points with how you approach things or how you feel about things. Um, it's, it's a, a long, long story. story. <laughs> yeah, and it always is for everyone. Um, but I really like, and I found I can find things to change about myself or inspiration from even people that are just like day-to-day people that have no interest in trying to be like, like good at CrossFit, but they're just, they have some other aspect of life where they're crushing it and mm-hmm. I can pick something from them. Um, I think that sort of a lot comes from when I was younger, when I was trying to like learn into box and stuff, my dad always used to say to me, well, watch all these different fighters and instead of mimicking a style, you're just going to pick everything that works for you and try and build your own person. Yeah. yeah. Um, and even even stuff like that. A lot of the stuff he taught me when I was a kid has, has stuck with me. Um, so like, um, growing up, I had him and my mum, very different aspects. He was a lot more like workhorse style. Like he, my training style is a lot from him. Everything yeah. is just outwork everyone push through everything if you don't feel it that day no one cares no one cares how you feel you just push through you keep working a lot of the things of being able to be um, a kind person and control your emotions and stuff like that would have all come from more from my mum's side okay. um, That's a, and then obviously my, my brother as well because he got me into CrossFit the first time. <laughs> <laughs> thank you Ricky uh, yep. Uh, from the game, game plan. plan. Yep. Yep. It's the game program. No, the game plan. Yep. 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 Correct. Um, and uh, that's how you get here. So it was been a change over the past four months to make the bridge that gap. Uh, before we go there, just oh damn it! Uh, before we go there, like I was with uh, Dan Williams from Range of Motion for for four years, and uh, I would not have got anywhere without him. So um, I just wanted to make sure that. Uh, he gets a shout out too because yeah. Yeah. Uh, even to this day he's a massive mentor for me and he's always always been there and he will always be there for me so um, he taught me a, a lot um, so yeah 
big props to him. But I am with Carter now, um, Carter Douglas from the game plan. Um, it was just a nice change. You know, sometimes, you know, they say change is as good as a holiday. So uh, it was just a different style of training. Um, and I, I've just found it's been, yeah, it's, it's super beneficial for me um, in, in what we do. Just just different stimuluses on the body. Um, change up a little bit. I mean, you know, different stimulus, different adaptations. So yeah. yeah. What, about what about from a nutritional standpoint? Do you have anyone taking take care of your nutrition? Uh, my wife, actually. My, uh, yeah, Shelves is, uh, Shelves is studying um, her precision nutrition level two at the moment. Yeah. Yep. So um, I've kind of been a guinea pig from her and um, I always tell her because she's always like, oh, you know, if it's not, if it's not working, don't think you have to because I'm your wife. But I'd tell her, like, if it didn't work, I wouldn't do it. So, yeah, yeah she takes care of my nutrition. She takes care of me, but she takes care of my nutrition and everything else in my life. We do. So, yeah. <laughs> she basically has two kids. Yes. yes. She has two kids. Yeah. 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 That's, that's my life. <laughs> um, John, John, I know that you were getting coaching, coaching a little bit there, there from Carl Porter. I think there's a few people, people but where are you at right now? Um, I pretty much do my own thing, but I base it around comp train and what Rich doing. What's Rich doing? You so combine the two? two. Yes, Rich right. trains enough, enough, man. Hmm? That's, That's enough. enough. I don't combine them. Oh, okay. No. I, um, so I do my own aerobic capacity programming and my own strength, and then I just pull workouts from one of those two programs just because Froning's really, I like his style with like just the fun workouts. Like they are genuinely just fun workouts. So I'm like, sweet. Like, if I'm not feeling it, I'm going to do a fun workout so I can still get some fitness in. Mm-hmm. And then comp train is just intense. Like the intensity level is crazy. And it's always like underestimated. Um, what, what about, about nutrition? nutrition? So, so you're, you're on a phone, phone call. call. Um, you're on a phone call early on with nutritionist. So who's, who's taking care of that? And how much does that impact everything for you? Um, so that's with Taylor from Sports Nutrition. Sports Dietitian. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so Sports Dietitian. Um, it's been huge. So I originally went with one of the girls from our gym, Sarah, um, and she kind of helped me to realize like, how important it was. Mm-hmm. And then I changed over to Taylor and she's just kind of given me a few other tips and kind of changed my mindset on it. So, so, so the, the top, top of Nutella, Nutella that you were reading before. That is, <laughs> that is not from her. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But she, I, I'm hoping you'd say this, but she would rather me have something than nothing. That's so, good yeah, just for fuel, but yeah. Awesome, awesome. All right, wrap things up. up. So, so we've got um, just under three, three weeks, all four of us are going to be in Gold Coast, Coast me obviously in a different capacity. capacity. Um, <laughs> so you're competing, eh? Yeah. Um, I'm going to be a fight Aren't they going to have some audience participation stuff? I saw in post that they're going to have like... They actually are. ...audience participation comps, so... Are they? Yeah. I'll be on the back, man. Yeah. No, I'm going to call you out. Yeah, not for this one. Yeah, I'll be on the back with you, boys. So what's the one thing you're looking for? What are you most excited about? Really succinct answer. Most excited for? When you go there, what's your vision? What's going to be like a... Yes, it's awesome. This is going to sound hella egotistical, but I just love the way competition makes me feel because it actually makes me feel like untouchable, superhuman. Awesome. Um, doesn't yeah. obviously like you're going to go there and then there's obviously guys that are going to kick your ass. But I find this when you're in the workouts, you've got the crowd going, that atmosphere going, all the other athletes around you. You find this extra gear in yourself that I don't think you really experience anywhere else until you're in competition. Um, and that, that feeling for me is the best feeling in the world. That's like um, that's why I do compete because I'm just addicted to that feeling. When you think about it, can you envision yourself making a big impact? Um, I think you kind of have to if you want to do well. Like it's, 
it's not like I'm going to go there and be like, oh, I hope I come last. It's going to be okay. <laughs> but regardless of how logical it is on paper, I, I go into every competition with the mentality of I'm there to try and win or I'm going to take everyone down with me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah I, I'm the same. I, I, I love, you know, I'm so nervous about going into this comp, but um, once you hit that floor and finishing a workout and knowing that you've given your best or even after like post comp sitting down having a beer or whatever and just knowing that you, you've you've given it your best it's, it's, there's no better feeling like crossing that finish line or hitting a buzzer or whatever the, the finish is is um yeah it makes you really realize why you love the sport and yeah like john i said there's oh, john said there's no there's no better feeling than that yeah, yeah. the veteran, the veteran. Do you even a veteran? Do you feel like a veteran now? No. Hundreds an hour, bro. No way. <laughs> At all. All right. Well, you get closing thoughts. He's the middle child, actually. Am I? Yeah. Middle child. Are you the middle child as well? No. Well, I'm a middle child, but I'm the oldest out of us yeah. three. Yeah. Then you're the oh, youngest. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant he's a middle child. No. no. I'm an only child. He's an only <laughs> child. Yeah. Um. No. I'm just. I like. I just can't wait to compete. Like it is sick. Yeah. Like. There's all these different things. I just love getting amongst it with the boys. Like it's going to be sick. It's, it's going, going to be, be fun. Especially that yeah. sprint flag put some bumps on people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> you good. I'm coming for you, Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> Zeke, the boys, the boys are coming, coming from, from WA. That is it. Episode 56. Um, I'll be here for our sweet content for or during the day. So make sure stay, stay uh, Stay in, Stay in touch. touch. See, See what's, what's happening. happening. Johnny. 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 Cow. Good, Good luck, luck, gentlemen. gentlemen. Thanks, mate. Yeah. It's hard to put a... Even on stage, like my knees... Frame you up. Training. There are things you can still stay controlled. Fitness.